Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Life and Couture podcast, where we are cultivating conversations for women on the journey to self-love, self-discovery, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tara Sherman, and today I have a very special guest for you guys. I have Ms. Diamond Hill, who is a brand strategist and also known as the brand psychologist. So thank you so much, Diamond, for um, being a guest on the show. And I'm super excited to kind of just dive right into, you know, who you are and what it is that you do. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, so without further ado, um, just to give the audience some backstory on who you are and the services that you provide could you could you talk a little bit more about you know who you are what your area of spe- what your area of special um what your area of focus is and what it is that you do yes so like you said i go by the brand psychologist and what i do is i, I like to call myself i'm the therapist for your brand and what I tell people is, you know, everybody out here is a brand coach. They're telling you what to do, and that becomes overwhelming. So I don't want to just tell you what to do, but I want to help prepare your mind to get all of those things done. Because when you sit down and you have a list of 100 things that you have to get done for your brand, you don't have to revamp this, you have to do mm-hmm. photo shoots, a lot of people get overwhelmed. Right. Um, and then mentally, people are overwhelmed before they even start a business. It's like, okay, I know this is a passion, but some people already go in defeated. Mm-hmm. So I have my undergrad degree in public relations, but um, by trade, I've been working in the mental health field for like five or six years now. So what I did was merge those two, those two gifts together. So I sit down with you, like I said, I help you build your brand visually. Uh, but like I said, I'm not going to tell you do, do, do without having therapy first. And I don't know if we'll get into that, but my sessions, they're really creative. They're conducive to you being vulnerable, being open. And once people come in, they have one idea, but by the time they leave, they they have pulled out things that are so much deeper right. than what they can, deeper than the surface. So that's my favorite part of what I do is not even revamping your brand, but sometimes sitting down with you and realizing, okay, your brand is even bigger than what you've been working on. Let's get down to the core of what your gifts are. What is your purpose? So right. that's right. what I do. Yes. And so that's why I really thought that, um, that's why I, I really confident that you'll be um the perfect guest to have on this podcast because it's like you basically um you really created your own lane within the branding industry and I say that because like when I first like because we backstory guys like we follow each other on social media but when I first um was you know I was reading about brand therapy and your brand therapy sessions and I just was like really really impressed because I'm like this is her really creating a niche within a niche you know um and so kind of talk to me about how you I know you say you're working in the, the mental health industry but can you dive a little bit deeper um into how you actually created the concept of brand therapy like at what point did you realize like it's actually a market for this like this is something that's necessary Right, right, right. So the funny thing about it is, like I said, I was working in the mental health field, and I had a very close friend. His name is Sean Kaysen. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was like, you know, you are so good at both, like, talking to me and helping me pull out my ideas, um, but you're also really, really creative. So he's like, you know what, I'm going to call you the brand psychologist. So my friend (laughs) was actually the one that gave me the name. And I just thought the name was dope at first, girl. It is, though. 
For those of you guys who don't know, I'm sorry not to interrupt, but I just got to like give the audience backstory because they don't really know what we know. (laughs) But um, for those of you guys who are listening, um, Jobbing with Jazz, I also had her on as a guest um, before. So if you want to take a listen back at her episode, but she is someone who is like really dope in the career coaching industry. And um, I know she does give you a lot of credit, and that's how I ended up finding out. I'm like, brand therapy, like, but I just love the whole concept. And then it's just like seeing her as a product of, you know, your services. I just think that's amazing. So keep going. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, girl, get in the back door because, girl, you know, I feel like everybody know her, but you're right. Like, but if y'all don't know her, please go check her out. You need to know um, her. <laughs> yes, right. Y'all better get to know her because she is popping and she has alone is what kind of drew me in and it made me want to know more about you know like what you do and just in seeing you know like some pictures from some of your therapy sessions some of the results I was like okay (laughs) 
Like, okay, because like, like I said, you you honestly have created like your own lane within the brand industry. And I know this just like from my background, my background is primarily in marketing. When I work with a lot of my clients, a lot of my clients come to me and they think they need branding sessions or they think they need um, marketing strategies. And it's like they have so much to get over before they can actually get to that point. So that's why I think what you're doing is like completely necessary um, because it is sometimes it is pulling ideas out of clients as opposed to here. Let me give you um, let me give you this plan or this strategy and you go make it happen. Whereas, you know, they may have creativity block or they're confused about what their passions are or about, you know, what the next step is. So I definitely like. I love what you're doing. I'm just going to go on record saying that. Um, no problem. And so my next question is, um, what have been some challenges that um, you have faced in introducing your services? Because this is new. I don't, I don't believe there is anyone within our industry that is doing what you are doing specifically. Um, and so in introducing this, this is something new. Um, how did, what are some challenges that you face and how have you overcome them? Right, right. Um, let's see, challenges. I think in the beginning, the, mm -hmm. one of the biggest challenges was just that, that no one else is doing it. So like nobody out here is named the brand psychologist. If y'all see it, tell me so I can get my money up off of them. Right. But, um, <laughs> but the concept, the concept of brand psychology is out there, um, but it has nothing to do with kind of like what I'm doing. You can look it up. It's more about like colors and your demographic. And I go into that too, but nobody is doing for real brand therapy sessions. Right. Um, and so that was the issue at first. It was like, I really, it, it, just, it, it fell on me. I didn't put in the work to make people understand what it was. Mm -hmm. Because it is new. I didn't, like, I, it wasn't easy for me to like sell my services. Um without truly, truly digging deep and explaining what I do. And in the beginning, I didn't take the time to do that mm -hmm. because I just was like, you either get it or you don't. You know, like, you either come on and take this session or not. Oh, I understand. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> right. Like, I'm either for you or I'm not because what's for me is right. for me. But we don't be realizing, like, nah, you, sometimes you got to teach them some stuff first. <laughs> but right. keep going. Exactly. So, like, yeah, right. So, I, I missed out on so many different opportunities so right. much money, probably so many different speaking engagements. And it's coming now because I am now finally putting in some work to help people understand what I do, uh, being more vocal about what I do. But I stood in many, many rooms when I first got started without truly explaining what I did. And sometimes I didn't even tell people what I did. Right. Um, so I, in the beginning of business, I don't want to say that it was a confidence thing, but I wasn't. I don't know, I, to be honest with you, I need to get my own brand there because I don't know what it was about me in the beginning. I wasn't going as hard as I I, I could for mm -hmm. what I was doing and what I was promoting. So that was definitely a challenge. And then I think another challenge would be charging for my services. Yeah. Um, now, I'm, it, like, I, I, began, I began to get burned out because I really wasn't charging that much because it was like, okay, I'm just now getting started. I really wasn't sure if, like, what I did was, like, working for everybody or it always ended up working. But when I met with the client initially, I always had that fear of, like, dang, it might not go as well for this 
therapy session might not go as well as my last one, or therapy might not be for this man, it might just be for females or whatever, but each of my sessions have always went out great, but in the beginning, I would charge a low cost because it's like, okay, if I just completely bomb this session, then they don't have to feel bad for paying. Um, So definitely just those two, being vocal about what I do and charging for my services. Those are the big challenges in the beginning. Okay, and then what were some steps that you took to, like, really overcome them? Because I think, honestly, um, just in, like, the clients that I that I deal with, like, even, like, some of my colleagues, partners, I feel like that story is, I feel like we can all identify with that story. Like, if you are an entrepreneur, if you start your own business, I feel like we can all identify, like, in the beginning, it was kind of like, we hit the ground running as far as, perfecting our talents and our crafts but we didn't necessarily do the legwork and putting ourselves out there so like what um how did you overcome that and then like how you know just kind of give some some advice to someone else who may be in that same position getting started um and they're like they think they're doing enough because you know we post here and we post there on social media but um just speak a little bit about how you overcame that and then kind of talk to the crowd that's looking to get started gotta have good people around you mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a one person team I understand that but you have to have it doesn't have to be a business partner but you gotta have somebody that's in your corner that's, that not only believes in what you're doing now but somebody that can see past where you are and see where you're designed and destined that's to good. go you gotta pray for those people if you already don't have those people in your life and everybody in your life is speaking down on you or mm-hmm. they're just speaking at where you at like oh okay yeah pat you on the back you're doing a good job mm-hmm. that's fine but you need somebody that's gonna be like sis or babe or mm-hmm. honey whatever your theory turns and be like i see that's good what you did i love it now i see you doing this or they gonna wake you up and be like hey you need to be doing this and i had those type of people around me i had people who because you know some of my people around me were just like you're doing good you got this little business cool but it was my other people like my business partner and like I said my friend Case and people who had who saw past what I was already right. doing so they were the ones who were calling me like you need to get on it like where you already had your event was cute and nice and everything but come on you got to get started on this other event you need to be you need to be working on your book like having people who speak life and because if you don't, you'll find yourself being stagnant. You'll find yourself just going throughout, you know, just being comfortable, really. Because I could have got real comfortable. I had a business. I was making money. Not a lot of money, but I was making money. Right. And I could have just right there. But I had my friends like, no, you need to get you another photo shoot. Like, you need to be doing this. So right. definitely that's nothing for me. And um, number two, what was I thinking aside from the people in your circle? Oh, number two is just truly identifying your destiny within your business. Because I think sometimes we're good at we're good at things mm-hmm. and we use that to make money, which is fine. Um, because that, that's what God designed us to do is to use every single thing that He's given us. Yeah. But if you don't find your purpose in what you're doing, and if it's only money, then of course you're not going to charge for what you do because you truly don't believe that what you're doing is making a difference. You know, yeah. uh, when I first started my business, it was like, I knew I was good at it, but I really wasn't charging because I was like, 
this ain't changing lives. Like, this is just, you know, giving them a little information to start their business, revamp their social media. But when I realize that what I'm doing is shifting people's lives and it's like people who come back to me who have gotten out of rent that they've been in forever mm-hmm. or people who have come to me with business ideas and just couldn't figure out why they wasn't going hard for it and then realizing that it was something so deep in them that nobody has ever been able to pull out like I found my destiny within this because God called me to see in people things that nobody else can see or called me to see things in people that it's truly close to what he does. It's like pushing us to destiny and purpose. Yeah. Like, that is my gift. Um, but at first, before I saw that, it was like, okay, I'm not going to charge. I'm just good at doing branding. Like, mm-hmm. you no, know, God was like, what you're doing is deeper. But before I got that revelation, I wasn't charging. So really just praying. I don't know. I mean, of course, everybody's not spiritual. But right. really praying or if you're not spiritual, whatever you do to dig deep inside yourself to figure out why you're doing something. Um, is what helped me. Yes, yes. Y'all catch those gems. Catch them. <laughs> because I think that everything that you said is is so, so important. And it's like the more you grow, it's funny because I feel like um, God plants these things in you. And I feel like when you start out or, you know, when it's the beginning and, you know, you got to work your way up to actually being in tune with what God has placed on the inside of you. And so I feel like what you shared is important because if you are around the wrong people in those beginning stages, and that's why, um, that's why I really like love what I do. And that's why, um, like this podcast, I just be like, I'm super excited every time I have like a guest on or anytime I get to record a podcast because it's like, essentially this is serving and pouring back into the lives of others. And it's like, people don't always have that um they don't always have that support system readily available to them and so it's like you know they get on social media and they follow us or they tune in and it's kind of like you get to pour into them and you get to be um a positive um a positive outlet for them or a positive hub for them and i that's why um i really think everything that you said was truly truly a gem so thank you again Um, and then my next question would be is, um, how would you define your potential clients? Um, I get so many people, so um, I offer a service where it's just kind of like a, it's not really a pick my brain session, but it's it's a um, an idea, it's kind of like an idea brainstorm or idea session. Um, and when we are having these sessions, it's like, I find myself talking to clients who are already past the point of needing kind of like that strategy call. It's like, okay, you can move on to the next service. So, but they are, you know, you kind of downplay what you're doing some when you're first starting out or when you're trying to find your business confidence. So, um, how would you define your potential clients? And like, at what point do you think a company would benefit most from your services? Like, So my potential, I honestly, it took me a while to figure this out, um, but my potential is pretty, I mean, not my potential, my, my, my girl, everybody, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get out, everybody, everybody, girl, like I said, when I first started, I thought that maybe I'm just going to work well with females, and then uh-huh. I started getting male clients, and they was in there crying, it was just like, 
I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm just supposed to work with startup entrepreneurs. And entrepreneurs started coming in there who've been in the business five or ten years. And then I was like, well, maybe I'm just supposed to work with entrepreneurs, period. And then I had a corporate client. So it's just like yeah. everybody. There's nobody, I feel like, out here that has figured it all out. Sure. Everybody needs, unless you already have a therapist, um, but even a therapist is not going to help you with your business. Yeah. Like, it, Everybody out here needs a creative space, a vulnerable space, a peaceful space to be able to figure out what's their next. You could talk to your friends, you could talk to your family, bounce ideas off each other, cool, but it's nothing like being in a space with somebody that's completely not biased mm-hmm. and that's also knowledgeable about branding and therapy to help you find out what's next for you. Nobody's at this perfect place. Right. Like, I've talked to like, people who have I'm talking about making money like money but they still not happy right they're still happy they're still depressed everybody need to sit down with me girl (laughs) I ain't even got to talk about it but once you do you're gonna see like why and that's why I love what I do because I see I see potential in me working with everybody right and I don't always like I said sell my services to people but I'll do it like underhandedly, like just get them a session, like just talking to people. I meet people, I'm like, they probably need a session, but I'll just start talking to them. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, well, what do you do? And I tell them, they're like, I need to take a session. I'm like, yeah. So it's just like, I think everybody needs, because I know I need it. Right. I, I know I be needing to just sit down and just get it all out. So I, I try to do it for myself as much as possible, but it, it feels good. And it's like, no matter where you are in business, um, you, you want to sit down and just, figure out what your next is but talking to someone that's not biased like I said yes I think that's important and then um because just having been in business and like you know with my career what I've noticed is that the most successful people and this is on any level in any arena not just entrepreneurship but the most successful people do have mentors they have a coach of some kind they have a therapist like they have an outlet basically and they have someone who is helping to continue to pull that greatness out of them so i definitely can see um i definitely see what you're saying when you like everybody because it's true guys you never above you are never above help um i don't think you're ever above having mentor or or guidance um because i just think at, at every level it's a learning curve so what would you say um like for your clients, what are three, what have you found to be like three common areas um, that business owners are struggling with when it comes to branding? Hmm, three common areas, mm-hmm. let's see. I think the first and I think the most, I guess, concerning for me is definitely people coming up with brands or coming up with businesses because they think that it looks good or that they think somebody else do it. Or simply saying that they're good at it, which is cool, but that don't mean you got to start a business from it. Right. Uh, because business, like I said, business is where passion meets. You can start a business by something that you're good at. You're probably only going to last up to five years, and that's at the most. Mm-hmm. But if you want to build a business that's sustainable and that can take care of your family for generations to come, like I said, that's where you have to find that passion. So when I sit down with a lot of people when it comes to their brand, it first starts off with it. it you don't even look like you're connected to it. It's because, like, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they have large demographic uh, following is because I can tell that there's a passion there. Right. Um, but when it's like lacking, I can just tell that there's some passion missing. Um, so that's one. And then two, um, it's definitely you gotta find what, like I said back again, like what makes you different. Um, you, yeah, I can always look at a page and be like, wow, like, this looks like something else, you know? Yeah. But like, I don't know if ever went to somebody's social media or their website and saw their brand visually, and it's like, wow, like, this is so dope and different. It's just like, they found out what makes them different. Um, a lot of people in Atlanta, like, we all, like I said, we all technically go by these same titles. I'm a video artist, I'm a photographer. Yeah. I'm a branding coach, I'm this, I'm a makeup artist, I'm a hairstylist. Um, but if you don't find out what makes you different doing that one thing that everybody else out here doing, you're going to get lost in the flow. Yeah. So when I sit down, I have these branding sessions. After we find out what your passion is, I want to help you find out what's going to make yours different. Like, I don't want you to just call your, yourself a hairstylist. If you were a hairstylist, like, are you the, are you the cut, cut fairy um, hair guide? Are you the, the weave? Um, the weed beauty queen like something like what is it about you that's different like we right. gotta come up with a name that's gonna set you apart um and I think thirdly it's just I think I'm gonna put consistency and organization in one a lot of my um, the people that I follow some of the brands that have come to me in the beginning like their brand is just all over the place like one mm-hmm. minute they using all this red stuff the next minute they using purple stuff and it's just like your brand gotta be consistent yeah. it has to be organized when I go to your social media I don't want to feel like one day I'm looking at a whole bunch of clothes and the next day you out there cooking barbecue <laughs> like I just don't get it like so I just that, that's last that's, that's really the most important like, it needs to look organized you know and I see people like yes your brand is a lifestyle so it's okay for you to show your whole life but right. just make it organized mm-hmm I definitely agree with that because I'm always like, and I think that's like, I think that's a branding thing because like even when I talk to like other marketing professionals, it's like the first thing we notice, like if we go to like a website or social media, I'm like, none of this matches at all. Like, (laughs) and it's so funny because anytime I talk to like another, like anytime I talk to anyone in marketing or branding, and I think that's like the first thing that we pay attention to just because this is our area of expertise so it's just kind of like none of this matches none of this flows and it's like now it's gotten to the point where it's like that's how i choose which brands i'm going to hire or i want to work with i'm like and then i have to realize like okay just because you know the branding isn't up to par doesn't necessarily mean the services aren't but it's just funny because that is always the first thing that i focus in on okay and so my next question is um what is next for your brand like what um kind of talk to me about like any current projects that you have what's next for you um just kind of like what can we expect from the brand psychologist yeah so i'm actually going through the process of revamping okay so i started officially i i kind of started in 2016 like i said that's my friend gave me the idea 2017 is when i first started taking clients so this year is where i really just want to rebrand myself and really just push myself out there more like i said i do have a business partner we've been doing a lot of joint efforts we 
has a um, business together called Brangles. We've been on tour. We just came back from Columbus um, last week, and we did a, a joint branding session there where I uh, work as a brand psychologist the first hour, and then she did, she's a dream coach, so she did her dream session at the end. So what I really want to do is I want to just take everything that I've learned these past two years and put it together, take everything I learned my first year in business, um, everything I learned from making money or not making money, everything that I learned from brand goals, going to these different cities, and really just coming back out and re-showcasing myself as a brand psychologist where I know a lot of people or just, you know, the small group of female entrepreneurs in Atlanta know me. Like, I really just want to branch out. And, you know, at least for the South, I want people to get to know me a little bit more. Like I said, I'll just expand, expand, you know, here in the States. And then hopefully, you know, one day nationally, girl, or out of the you know, you know the, the world globally, girl. Yes. But um, yeah, we'll see. But like, so that's really, honestly, that's what I'm working on. Um, next for me, like, I want to just, I'm, I'm working on rebranding, so people will start seeing new visuals. I've been working on visuals for my clients so much that I don't really take the time to really do them for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like, as a creative, you already know, like, yeah. your creative juices. My girl, my creative juices flow for a bit. I get done with a client, I'm like, I'm done for the next. Day, so girl, I'm tired after that. It's like it's dr- it take a lot out of you. Like, <laughs> like, yes. okay, I'm tired now. <laughs> yes, girl, because take a lot. I pride myself with the stuff I did for my clients. I'm like, all right, I'm done. So the next two days, we'll see what happens. Right. Um, so just really just being disciplined with myself, being disciplined and honest with myself that I know I need to visually get you know back on the map with my stuff and my brand. And um, a lot of my clients come from word of mouth, but what about the people that I'm missing that? may come to my social media and want to see, mm-hmm. you know, what I have going on. So just making sure I'm open on all platforms, word of mouth, on my website, on my social media, everything is consistent. So Yeah, love it, love it. Well, I'm rooting for you because you do have, you definitely got something special, like, without a doubt. So I'm excited to see where you take it. I'm excited to see um, how you grow. Um, and I'll be looking forward to the rebranding and the new stuff that you're putting out as well. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. No problem. And then before um, we close out, um, can you just tell the listeners, you know, um, your website, where they can get plugged into you on social media, um, if you have an email list or anything like that, just how can they stay connected to you? How can they get these updates for when you start to push out, um, you know, the revamp brand and more information and how can they book a session with you? Yeah, perfect. So my website is thebrandpsychologist.com and that's just P-H-E-B-R-A-N-D and then psychologist, P-S-Y-C-H-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. On my website, as soon as you go on my website, the pop-up to be added to my email list will immediately pop up once you get to the site. So um, like she was saying, please add your email address in there so you can get updates on events and when I do my official uh, official relaunch and things like that. I also do have social media, um, and that's just a brand psychologist as well. So you'll also get um, firsthand like, of events and things that I'm doing. Cool, cool. Well, thank you so much, Diamond, for, for being a guest. Definitely an honor. Um, definitely, I've learned some things. So I know the listeners have as well. So appreciate you for being on the show. You're welcome. And I'm so excited when y'all when you asked me. So and I'm also very excited for you. That's what I've been meaning to say. Brag on you too. Like y'all. <laughs> I don't think she didn't mention 
Mary, but every single event that you do, y'all, she takes what she does very seriously. Thank you. See, everything that she puts out for y'all, she's not playing. You know, people throw stuff together. She takes everything that she does seriously. So I'm pretty sure she appreciates y'all supporting her, continue to support her, because I've watched firsthand that she, whatever she puts out, she's not going to rush it. She wants it to look up to par. And she Aww. takes what she does seriously. So I commend you for that. Thank and you. Thank you for supporting me. <laughs> No problem. And guys, thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time.